guys, welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Scrum Master Podcast. My name is Yinka and I remain your online agile coach. Now in today's episode, I want to share one of the biggest problems I've come to realize that aspiring Scrum Masters are facing. Now, the one problem that you have is the fact that you spend so much time acquiring knowledge that you forget to practice and implement what you know. Now, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much you know, if you do not know how to put that to work. You are in a role where you're going to be coaching a team. You're in a space and in a role where you're going to be advising your team, your product owner, your organization at large on how they should use some of these best practices in the agile space to become effective. This is not a role where you're just going to tell people this is what you should do. You need to know how to do those things. You need to spend time implementing and practicing these practices that you've learned so that when you join a team, when you join an organization, you do not only know what to do, you also know how to do it. Because guess what? You might be supporting a team that does not know how. So even if you tell them that this is the purpose of a daily scrum, but how? How should we run a daily scrum for it to be effective? Those are the things you need to spend your time knowing. Now, I don't want you to, you know, spend so much effort in the fact that you are new to this space. You don't have experience. How are you going to get experience? All of those things do not help you. Your experience can start today. Pull what you know into practice. That is what experience is. I read some comments where people are like, so how am I going to get into this role? I don't have a scrum master experience, blah, blah, blah. All of those things are distractions. Spend your time and energy understanding the concepts. Once you understand the concept, put the concept to practice. That is how you build your experience. Now, I'd like us to take a look at the Scrum Guide because I believe that for aspiring Scrum Masters, the Scrum Guide is more like your Bible, right? So you guys probably know everything in the Scrum Guide. But the question is, do you know how to implement the things that you know in the Scrum Guide, right? So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up the Scrum Guide so we can take a look at certain things. And I want you guys to take a look at things quite differently so that it will help you to start looking for opportunities to put the things that you know into practice, right? Okay, so here is the Scrum Guide. Let's start from the beginning. So somewhere in the beginning, you know, in a nutshell, Scrum requires a Scrum Master to foster an environment where a product owner orders the work for a complex problem into a product backlog, right? So let's take a look at that sentence. What does it mean for you as a Scrum Master to foster an environment where a product owner is able to order the work for a complex problem into a product backlog? Don't just know that, hey, as a Scrum Master, I foster an environment to help my product owner to order the backlog. How are you going to help your product owner to do that? That is how you learn and begin to find ways to put that into practice, right? So that means you know that as a Scrum Master, I'm going to be part of a team. And on that team, I'm going to have an individual who is a product owner, who is responsible for the products that we're building. I, as a Scrum Master, I need to create an environment where that individual knows how to walk the requirements in such a way that he or she can prioritize the work. So now this brings me to how should I help or how can I help my product owner to prioritize work? What are some of the techniques that we can use to prioritize work when we're building a complex problem? 
That is how you begin to dip into the how, right? So you guys, when you guys are reading, don't just know what the role is about. You have to understand how you're going to put that work to life. How are you going to support a product owner? What are the items that you are going to do that will help you achieve a goal? That is how you work on yourself and that's how you build your experience and then you put it to practice because once you start figuring out the how and you then find this ways, you can then take on a project for yourself and begin to practice what you've learned. Now, for example, let's say that you figured out that one of the ways that you can help your product owner to other work of a complex problem into a product backlog will be for you to work with that product owner to prioritize based on value, right? Now, one of the ways that you can put that into practice will be what project do I have? Whether it's a personal project, whether it's a volunteer project, a project is a project. Big scale, large scale, at the end of the day, it's a project, right? So do I have any project that I can work on, right? Now, I'm going to wear the hat of a product owner. So this is a product owner who is trying to build this product, right? So now as a Scrum Master, how will I advise the product owner to order the product backlog? Once you start thinking that way, you then have ideas because now you're putting yourself into those scenarios and that is how you're able to learn the real concepts. So eventually, when you're supporting a team, you have role-played this in your house. You have role-played this. You have tested these things out. You have seen where you've had flaws. Build a group of friends. You know where you guys come together, whether you are in a volunteer group, whether it's a church group, whatever group, find people where you guys can have a common goal and you guys are working on it. It could even be a group of friends where you guys have a goal to lose maybe 50 pounds. Now that's complex to lose weight right? You guys don't think too deep about, you know, what the product is because different organizations are going to have different products that they are building. However, a scrum master needs to be able to function in any type of organization. And as long as you understand the basis, as long as you understand, you know, the practices, the framework, the way of thinking, the mindset, you will be able to fit into any organization and you will be able to support them. So you guys, stop focusing so much on the fact that, you know, I don't have this experience. Oh, I'm not working for this organization where, you know, I'm in a complex situation. Now I get it. There are truly complex projects that it's much easier to deal with, you know, a group of people who are trying to lose weight over maybe a complex system or building. I get it. By the end of the day, the principles are the same. The practices are the same. The frameworks we're using are the same. They get more complex because we have to deal with multiple people. And then obviously that gets really difficult. But I want you to spend time understanding the concept understanding how you can interpret what you have read you know using the scrum guide as an example and drawing out the meat of the content into how can this be done okay now in that same line it says a product owner orders the work of a complex problem into a product backlog now, what does this mean? It means that at the end of the day, a product owner, you need to have a product backlog, right? So as a Scrum Master, let's assume that you join an organization today and they are new to Agile. They do not have a product backlog. How 
will you help them to get a product backlog? Now, you probably know what a product backlog is. It's an ordered list of all the things that we've got to do to turn this requirement into a finished product, right? You know it. But now, how are we going to build a product backlog? Where are we going to house our product backlog, right? Now, I've even heard some people, when they think about product backlog, they immediately think about Jira. Jira is just a tool where you house your product backlog. Jira in itself is not a product backlog, right? So now when you understand the work, when you understand how to put that into practice, it becomes easier for you to be able to fit into any environment and help them succeed. Because imagine today, if I'm joining an organization and they don't have a product backlog, they don't even have a budget for Jira, they don't have a budget for any tool. Guess what? We can use Trello. Trello is free. We can use Trello to house our product backlog because a product backlog is just the list that we can document anywhere. Now, the reasons why we have the likes of Jira, Azure DevOps is because those tools are very sophisticated. You know, different people across the world can get instant access into this tool. So it's a way for us to better manage the backlog. Now, this does not mean that we can have a backlog in Trello. Or we can even have a backlog in a Microsoft Word document or literally an Excel. You can have your backlog anywhere at the end of the day because it's not where the backlog is that makes it a backlog. It is the content that makes it a backlog. And as long as you have a product owner that you know how to coach that product owner to prioritize that work you know, the complex work that we're trying to build. How do you prioritize this work and build it in a structured way where we can then prioritize by value, by customer demands, and start working it in that manner till we get to the finish line? Those are some of the things that you have to do as a Scrum Master, providing that environment for the product owner to be able to do that. Now, obviously, there are lots of things that you have to be able to do, but this is just me using one line to be able to give you an idea of how you read a concept on the Scrum Guide and how you interpret that concept and trying to figure out how can I do this thing? Not just knowing what you've got to do, because many times one of the things that I've come to find out, you know, as I interview Scrum Masters and interact with, you know, the aspiring Scrum Masters is that they know so much on what the Scrum Master needs to be doing. Scrum master should be removing impediments. Please, how do you remove impediments? Show me an example. But how will you be able to show me an example when you haven't even practiced one for yourself? What is an impediment? An impediment is a blocker. So anything that literally obstructs you from getting work done is an impediment. So what are some of the ways that you can remove an impediment? If you don't think through it, if you don't role play some of these situations, then it's very difficult for you to be able to practice it. And that's why I would advise you, if you have a group of people where you guys have similar goals, come together, run your projects in an agile way, you know, put in some of these practices so that you can begin to get real life scenarios of, you know, okay, we want to run a daily scrum. What do we need to pull together, you know, so that we can run this daily scrum. You know, many times we know what the daily scrum is. It's an opportunity for us, you know, who are doing the work to, to check up on the progress. But in reality, the daily scrum is one of those meetings that many people do not even know how to run really well. And that's because many times we're not, you know, focusing on how, how do we make this meeting effective? So when you spend the time 
focusing on the how. Guess what? You are going to improve yourself. Let me tell you one thing. Every expert that you see today started from ground zero. So don't be so overwhelmed about people who know so much. Guess what? There was a time in their life that they did not know so much, but the difference is the fact that they put in the work every day. They spend time knowing, but more importantly, they spend time practicing. You've got to practice. Practice makes perfect, they say, right? Even though we know nothing is perfect in this world, but we get the point. Every day that you practice, you get better. You learn your mistakes. You are just, and then you get better. So by the time you're actually supporting our team, you will get better. And even working scrum masters can testify to this. After they supported one or two teams, by the time they're supporting the third team, they are more confident because they've gone through the road. Do you understand how those things work? They face some of the challenges that they know that they are likely to face again. And so because they've done this before, they try to do it again. And this time they are more fluent and the meeting goes much better and they are able to support their team and help them get to the finish line. So my darling friends, I just want to remind you that as you're spending time learning, please spend time to practice. Now, if you're looking for a good spot to practice, then I want to tell you about the Inner Circle Agile community. This is an agile membership community where every day you get the opportunity to put your knowledge into practice. We meet every day. We run our daily scrum. We have, you know, projects that we're working on. We run all of our scrum events. We have coaching calls. We learn, we grow, you know, we go into leadership because being a scrum master is so much more than just knowing agile and scrum. And I'm sure you guys have heard me say this over and over again. There's a lot that is required. You need to up your communication skills. You need to up your leadership skills. You have to learn how to facilitate. You have to learn how to work with people, how to relate with people, how to manage situations, how to get people to move in the direction of the goals and the objectives that has been assigned to them. The most difficult thing that anybody has to do in this life is to manage people. And when I say manage people, I'm not talking from the perspective of you being their manager. Just the fact that you're relating with human beings can be difficult because everybody has a mind of their own. Everybody wants to do things at a certain time. People do not want to show up because they're not in the mood. And as a scrum master, you have to manage all of that. That is what makes Agile difficult. The frameworks in itself, the frameworks in itself are pretty simple, but definitely the complexity of the work that we're doing and the interactions of the people who are doing the work makes it complex. And these are all the things that you have to know, and that's what makes you exceptional. But you can only become exceptional when you pull what you know into practice. So promise me today that you're going to move from simply knowing and spending that time to practice what you know. So as you learn something new today, go and put it to practice. Today, you've watched this video. You learned something. In today's video, the overall objective is to motivate you to start practicing what you know. So what is that one thing that you're going to pick up today? One thing that you know that you're going to practice and see what outcome you get and then reiterate on that outcome so that you can improve the way you work. That is the only way you're going to get exceptional. So I wish you all the best. And thank you so much for spending another time with me today. I am always, always happy anytime I have those videos. I'm always even happier when you get to watch those videos. Now, 
I know that many of you have also reached out to me and I'd like to let you know that my next group coaching program is going to kick off August 16th, I believe. So the link will be in the description. So please feel free to sign up and, you know, we're going to have a blast and all of the things that you need to be exceptional as a scrum master, you're going to learn it in my group coaching program. And I look forward to coaching you so that you can be truly exceptional. Thank you so much for watching. And I cannot wait to catch you in my next episode. Bye for now.